I've got a little something to pop in your mouth and change your life. Oh, I've got uh, a Da Vinci code. That's not a pun. That's just words. Oh, well. It's fine. That's all you're getting. Don't worry about it. That's all I'm getting. Hello there, welcome to <laughs> Date Fight. It's a podcast that's still staggering on where we <laughs> take things that occurred on this day in history and pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. Who's Jake? Yep, yeah, I'm Nat Tapley. Joining us today is Lizzie Roper, who will decide which of the things we have chosen is the most exciting, demanding, or otherwise life changing. <laughs> yep, that's the noise. Yes. Oh, Sadly, decision. we've swapped her out with the lady who did the voiceover for The Exorcist. <laughs> um, I'm going to take us to the 15th of October, 1956, and the more I look at this, the more I realise it was a poor choice, but I don't care. I'm pressing on gamely. Yeah. Uh, the day in which Fortran was shared with the coding community. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why no that's way. good. Really? Up until 1953, mm. uh, assembly language had been used to program all computers. Assembly language, of course, is one step away from machine code, with each um, command being equivalent to one thing that the computer has to do. There's no way of looping things, there's no real language to it. You have to learn how to tell uh, the computer exactly what to do, and it has to be com- specific to that particular computer, to that computer's architecture. So John W. Backus um, said, well, there's got to be a better way of doing this. This is rubbish. Surely there should be something called a language which the, with which we can program various computers. And he came up with a proposal for the IBM Mathematical Formula Translating System, or for Tran. He later said, much of my work has come from being lazy. I didn't like writing programs. And so when I was working on the IBM 701, writing programs for computing missile trajectories, I started work on a programming system to make it easier to write programs. So is this guy responsible for QAnon? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, yes, he's definitely I mean, for QAnon. Definitely. Because all higher <laughs> languages are based on Fortran to some point. Basic yeah. was uh, pretty much directly based on it. Um, uh, but still, uh, things that are require a lot of mathematical computation tend to use Fortran, so weather predictions, fluid dynamics, computational chemistry. Um, but I think the fact that someone who was working on missile trajectories mm. during the age of intercontinental ballistic missiles was too lazy to bother to do it properly is slightly worrying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I was also thinking of the message board where QAnon first appeared, which was called 4chan. Oh, 4chan, yes, that's right. And is that literally a deliberate... I guess it must be. I had never realised... No, because the... No, 4chan, I think, was the first chan. 8chan has followed it as being a... Or is it all about, like, the weird and Terry Christian and... Was it about Channel 4? I thought 4chan was where all the incels met and tried to... Yeah, well, yes, that's all of that. That's my house. You were... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Voluntary cells. Um... (laughs) Uh, that's it, I think. Yes, it became the first widely used cross-platform programming language, uh, and it's the reason that you have computers that can do lots of things today. I'm in flat, by the way. <laughs> Involuntarily flatulent. flatulent. I, I don't mean to, I'm very sorry. <laughs> but I am in flat, uh, and I have rights. Open the window. <laughs> do not resuscitate. No. <clears throat> because the guffs are too potent. OK, well... Um, uh, O ten, go to O twenty. O twenty, say, welcome <coughs> to my one. O thirty. Anyway, so I, I'm trying to go remember to what programming was that. Go to ten. Yeah. Yes. Break. Can I, can I 
just say at this juncture, for the last five minutes, you two might as well have been talking Chinese. We were. That's really I racist. I think it's well, very much. really racist. <laughs> Only I'm sorry. while doing a gentleman of a certain age. Dance. Oh. Well, no, because much yeah. younger than us, and they will have had computers that did things Just uh, did without you having to tell them yeah. how to do them, and much older, and they would have had to be typed in with calculators. Only a very brief period of people born in the mid 1970s who would have understood any of that or cared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they would have that. cared. I think asking them to care is going way too I did far. say or cared. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> statistically. 15th of October 1951. Mm. And I uh, want to talk to you about a Mexican chemist. <laughs> His name is Luis y Miramontes. Oh. Uh, I have invented no resisterone. Please tell me he was a mouse and he ate tacos. Mm. Si. Yepa, yepa. Si. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> he was, gato, he was an incredibly cheese, fast chemist. <laughs> and um, a mouse. And, yeah, uh, what he... Um, he would go and steal progesterone <laughs> from people at <laughs> tremendous speed. Did he just inject progesterone into cats? Uh, the local villagers do- hired... <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sylvester, which is a cat, to try and stop him from stealing their progesterone. cats. I would like to apologise to both our listeners in America, um, <laughs> where we've displayed a lack of cultural sensitivity. Now we're doing oh, an impression yeah. of Mel Blanc doing an Mel impression Blanc's, of a lady. Of course, which Mel's. was yeah, yeah. Mel, Mel Blanc, terrible blame, man. Blame the Blanc. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Anyway, what he did was, and he was only a student at the time, uh, but he is credited with the person amongst uh, a trio of uh, uh, pharmacists, Mm. uh, chemists. Uh, He was the one that finally completed it. He finished creating the first ever oral contraceptive. He was uh, 26 years old, which, of course we all know in Mexican, is 26. Um, <laughs> oh I thought that was the least racist thing you could have said at the end of that sentence. <laughs> it was still a little bit racist. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. no this is... Oh. No. You've let the whole I thought yesterday's down, was unbroadcastable. <laughs> oh. uh, in the water. Yes. Anyway, uh, he is credited with the one who did it. And mm. uh, you, you sort of think, well, you know, 1951 uh, must come on a long way since then. No, in 2017, it was the 141st most commonly prescribed medication in the United States. Obviously, the first mm. 140 are all uh, antipsychotics. Uh, but more than 4 million prescriptions in 2017. Mm. Um, before that, uh, other people were working on it. And, and in Mexico... Uh, there was uh, th- three guys who came together and they... Uh, well, three guys coming together th- don't need th- any contraception, do no, they? No, they don't. And that was their solution, was just get three guys together. No, yeah. they all used... contraceptive oral is a contraceptive. They used <laughs> cabeza de negro and barbasco, which are kinds of yams to make progesterone, um, which was an improvement because prior to that... They'd actually been harvesting um, placentas. Uh, hormones from from dogs. So oh, good. So no! Chihuahuas. No! But, Ay, um, anyway, the first kilo of progesterone sold at $50 a gram. Um, 
But anyway, uh, Luis Miramontes' work was chosen as one of the 40 most important inventions between 1794 and 1964. His name appears next to Pastor Edison Bell and the Wright brothers, and nobody knows and few people care. But we do. As it was, you know, of course, men should take responsibility for contraception. But But at the same time, well, it's not that it. It did give women a certain security and a certain element of control. I'm not saying that they should take all the responsibility. <laughs> I'm not saying, saying they should that. have it, but... Uh, I'm just saying it did allow them. It, la- it allowed, it allowed men to carry on treating women like... It didn't solve yes, any problem. Receptacles. It didn't solve the root cause of the problem, which is men's yeah, which penises. Is men. yeah, yeah. Well, yes. The winky, winky, woo, yes. and the minky, yes. minky, woo. Yeah. <laughs> you have to declare, Lizzie. You have to declare. You have to declare an interest here in dogs' oh, in penises. <laughs> yeah, poor. Too right, mate. I Happy birthday to <laughs> Prince Alfred of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha. He was the grandson of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. Um, and his, when his parents were having their 25th wedding anniversary in Saxe-Coburg-Gotha, he went into another room and shot himself. And no one knows why. He had a mysterious death. That Prince Alfred of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha um, didn't die on this day, but he was born on this day. Um, probably should have saved him when he died. Oh, well. Um, happy death day to Hermann Goering. Hooray! He's dead. He was head of the Luftwaffe. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, when, he, when he was born, his, his father was consul general in Haiti, and his mother came home to Germany to give birth to Hermann. Uh, then the day after he was born, she left and went back to Haiti and left Hermann on his own for three years before seeing him again. He was sent away to a boarding school at the age of 11, and he hated it so much that he escaped at night and sold his violin to get a train ticket back home. And when he got home and they said, no, go back to school, he pretended to be ill for months until they just had to give up and say, all right, stay in bed then. Um, shows it works. Lovely child. Life, shows it works, yeah, kids, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on the 22nd of April 1945, he heard that Hitler was about to kill himself, and so he dropped Hitler a little note saying, um, should I be Führer now? Is that okay? <laughs> and Hitler was so enraged that he expelled him from the party, stripped him of all his titles, and tried to get him arrested. Um, but when people would arrest him, he said, he's going to have shot himself in and just ignore him. Um, and that's what <laughs> happened. I love um, the idea so of like, Hitler literally like, oh, what? Taking the gun what? out of his mouth, like, <laughs> you what? <laughs> I am not going anywhere. Just for a moment. Uh, um, yes, yeah, so you would have thought that that would have got him off being uh, hanged at Nuremberg, but it didn't. Well, it did. What it did? Certainly got him me ingesting off. cyanide instead. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, it wasn't me. I was expelled from the party. I wasn't even a Nazi anymore, so. Sorry, Hitler. Who'd have thought that Hitler would get angry over unreasonable things? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Who'd have thought? Do you know anyone Calm else? Calm down, like Hitler. Oh, what have you done? What have you done? 1956 and men talk about things that nobody need. Oh, I, do. I just don't know. I, do. I don't <laughs> I'm just going to write the point I in today now. We know. can move on till tomorrow. I don't. I felt in that section of the show, I felt like I'd been thrown into the boot of a car and <laughs> driven round and round and round in circles. That's I what just... happened. That actually happened. Yeah, that is what, and that is how they made the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 1951. It's oh, 
It's 